Hi everyone, Jay Doherty here from the Jay Doherty Podcast. Today we're broadcasting live once again, and there's a lot to cover. I'll be giving live updates about the ongoing Hurricane Lane. We'll also be talking about Trump's recent feud with Jeff Sessions, and a recent heated interview with Chris Cuomo, and perhaps the secret genius of the White House. Plus, we'll get a check-in on the stock markets and how tech companies have a big impact on the next election. It's all coming up next on episode 42 of the Jay Doherty Podcast. Jay Doherty Podcast. And now, broadcasting live from downtown Chicago, here's your host, Jay Doherty. Isn't that a great track? It's by Jabase. It's called Hold On. From VNZM. It came out today, Friday, August 24, 2018. We're broadcasting live right now on jaydoherty.com. That's my website, jay-doherty.com. It's 9.40 and 36 seconds to be exact on Friday, August 24, 2018. There's a lot to talk about. Nothing really breaking except for this tragic hurricane lane that continues to uh, occur. But uh, nothing terribly breaking at the moment. Really the only thing in terms of political news... Uh, that's actually occurred very recently, is this whole feud between Donald Trump and Jeff Sessions. This was addressed many times through tons of tweets. It was addressed in an interview with Fox and Friends, of course, in Trump's own backyard. Uh, we'll talk about this crazy interview that happened uh, with Chris Cuomo and Kellyanne Conway. Now, that's a name you probably haven't heard in a couple of months. Actually, probably like seven months. I mean, she's been very, she's been out of the public eye uh, for a long time. So, I'm either put a chain on her or she just had the relative sanity to uh, step away from all this junk. I'm not, I'm just kidding. It's not junk. All this stuff, I guess, would be the, the, uh, the, the correct way to uh, address it. And then we'll also talk about tech companies uh, and how they're involved with the whole stock market idea <laughs> and uh, how they how that subsequently will affect the next election. And, of course, that will in turn elect the next president for the next four years, uh, uh, you know, in the United States. So there's a lot to talk about. It's 942 on the Jade Doherty Podcast, Friday, August 24th.
good that I like could actually play it for much longer. I'm actually trying to resolve something technically that's uh, going on behind the scenes right now. But it is very good. Again, it's by Jabase from VNCM. It came out today. It's a really good track. There's a lot of violins and arpeggios. Constant drops. It's good for timing and things like that, but we gotta get to the news. Oh, I forgot to mention, uh, you know, Australia, where I will focus on some international stuff. Australia just recently got a new president, we'll talk, or prime minister, I should say, talk about that. But, uh, really quickly, I do want to get to the more breaking news with live updates that's actually happening as we speak, or as I speak right now, hopefully. I mean, um... Hurricane Lane, it's a Category 3 storm. There's huge developments happening right now. It's dumped more than 31 inches of rain on uh, parts of Hawaii. That's really where it's uh, focusing on. It's the big island of Hawaii, not, you know, some uh, little coast or anything off the, you know, uh, the island. Um, so it's really, it's the main part of Hawaii, and it's about 200 miles south of Honolulu, just to give you an idea geographically, if you understand, like, very few Americans where you know, places are in the map, um, there's a tracker that we'll have the link to on my website, j-dorty.com, um, and I think also, what's kind of interesting, you know, everyone's always, pre you know, prepared and kind of talking about what would you do in, in terms of a tornado and how you'd prepare, uh, for that, especially when you're, you know, going to, uh, you know, when you're not in your house, you're going to, you know, an institution or something like a school or an office building, um, but, uh, schools and government offices are closed right now, so it's a hurricane day. Normally it's a snow day, but, of course, they're in Hawaii, and, um, I guess this is really the only time, you know, at least weather-related, where people get to get off work and get off school. But the governor of Hawaii has urged residents to, quote-unquote, stock up on two weeks worth of supplies. Is that a little bit extreme? I don't know. It's really, it, it's a big, it's a big storm. Um, they have satellites from space. We'll be able to take a look at that. Uh, by the way, the governor of Hawaii is Dave Ige. I believe that's how you pronounce his name. I-G-E. Um, they urge residents on Wednesday to prepare a week's worth of supplies. And uh, to quote him exactly at a news conference, just specifically addressing this Hurricane. He said, just want to remind everyone to prepare to shelter in place for 14 days of food and supplies and water. Um, I don't know what's really going to happen, of course, or you can't really tell. I mean, there's projections and things like that. People are taking, uh, you know, pictures, posting them on Twitter and Instagram and things like that. Um, people are comparing them to other hurricanes as well. But, uh, really, the thing you have to do is just be prepared. Make sure you're doing things, you know, prepare and just have, have everything there. Of course, I'm not, I, I don't know exactly what the situation is right there. I'm not, I don't, uh, you know, reside in Hawaii or anything, so I'm not exactly sure, but, uh, definitely if anyone's hurt or anyone was, you know, hopefully not killed or anything there, uh, my best wishes to everyone there, and, uh, hopefully the, the hurricane will pass very soon, um, and again, we, you can track the storm if you want to uh, live on my website. I'll have a link to an external tracker and everything. So, uh, yeah. Also, we'll give live updates throughout the show if there's any new um, 
you know, new new news <laughs> regarding this whole uh, Hurricane Lane situation. Uh, definitely, uh, we're very sorry to everyone who who's involved with it. So again, uh, we'll uh, track it and everything and see what we can do about that. All right, let's move on to the big news about uh, you know political stuff. Oh, also, by the way, before we get into this, I do want to make a very big point. Um, if you're listening live, and I see a couple of people are right now. Um, if you can't listen live, or you just want to hear this show again for some reason, you can listen to the podcast on my website, j-story.com, but there's also, uh, the podcast on, uh, my, on your phone, or your computer, or wherever you have iTunes, or Google Play, or Stitcher Radio, per se, or Anchor FM, you know, any, (laughs) any of those, uh, spectacular podcast providers, you can actually log into them and listen to the podcast. This is a, re, you know, reruns of the pod. It's not a rerun, but it's more of a, a uh, recorded broadcast that you can listen to directly on your phone or, or whatever, uh, you know, device you listen to. But let's get to the big news. Donald Trump and Jeff Sessions, he said to him in an interview and through a storm of tweets that currently, of course, uh, affects many people and, 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 is very constant, especially within this administration and the president himself, he responded to Jeff Sessions and he said, go investigate the Democrats and the critics. Go do that. He also brought up the the topic of of, uh, Jeff Sessions recusing himself. Again, this was in an interview, and we talked about this yesterday, in the president's backyard. Jeff Sessions recused himself, which he shouldn't have done, or he should have told me. Even my enemies say that Jeff Sessions should have told you that he was going to recuse himself and then you wouldn't have put him in. He took the job and then he said, I'm going to recuse myself. I said, what kind of a man is this? And by the way, he was on the campaign. You know, the only reason I gave him the job because I felt loyalty. He was an original supporter. Mm -hmm. He was on the campaign. He knows there was no collusion. So... I mean, literally, he's backing out. He's like, you know, the only reason I gave him the job because he he was next to me. You know, he he physically was there. And, you know, that earns my support. You know, not hardworking people. You know, just people who are loyal. And that even goes back, that same principles applied to Michael Cohen. Michael Cohen said that he would take a bullet for Trump. He would do all this stuff for Trump. Trump made him do all the dirty work, and now he's going to prison for 65 years. And not to mention his former campaign chair, Paul Manafort, also going to prison for 80 years. And he was very loyal to not only Trump, but also, as we find out, Russia. Talk about these tweets. Uh, Trump, on uh, f- at 5.17 a.m. on August 24, 2018, this morning, he said, Department of Justice will uh, be improperly influenced by political considerations. Jeff, this is great. What everyone wants. So look into all the corruption on the other side, including deleted emails, Comey lies and leaks, Mueller conflicts, McCabe, Strzok, uh, Page, or F- uh, FISA abuse. Uh, Christopher Steele and his phony and corrupt dossier, the Clinton Foundation, illegal surveillance of Trump campaign, r- Russian collusion to buy Dems, and so much more. Basically just, you know, reading the laundry list of complaints that he has about everything. Um, but he goes on to say in the same tweet, and this again was at 5.28 a.m., so about 11 minutes after, he said, Open up the papers and documents without reaction? 
Question mark, come on, Jeff, uh, you can do it. The country is waiting. So he's really on him, and they seem to have been having a feud about other issues as well, even though, you know, of course, <laughs> Sessions and Trump's views kind of align. Actually, in a very, very long time ago, uh, you know, before to the 2000s, I believe, um, like in the 90s or something, uh, Jeff Sessions was um, being asked by Ted Kennedy, the senator, uh, if he was a racist in a hearing. And we'll try and get this clip here. Um, but it was very old, and he basically, Jeff Sessions, could not say whether or not he was a racist. And this is completely off the topic of all the stuff that's been happening with Trump and everything. But I do think it's very interesting. It's never, ever, ever talked about, very rarely, even on the liberal networks, um, but it's very, uh, interesting to see exactly what happened. This was when he was really, 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 uh, you know, he was much younger than he is now. Uh, I'll try and get the date here. Uh, it was in 1986, so not even 90s, it was still in the 80s, and, uh, this is when, uh, what happened with, um, you know, they had a lot of the old-time news legends on, they had Ken Bode on, they had, uh, it was a Bode or Bode, I can't even remember, but, Basically, what happened is Ted Kennedy, uh, who, of course, is a Democrat from Massachusetts, very famous for being the lion of the Senate, very good uh, at, you know, doing his job and good speaking and good job speaking in Congress just as a natural um, kind of thing. I mean, he was very good. He questioned, he pushed really hard on Jeff Sessions about if he was a racist or not, and Jeff Sessions and his lawyer seemed to not be able to answer the question. Mr. Sessions is a throwback to a shameful era which I know both black and white Americans thought was in our past. It's inconceivable to me that a person of this attitude is qualified to be a U.S. attorney, let alone a United States federal judge. Jefferson Beauregard Sessions III. And that was, was a very old, very old news said, report from example, NBC on March 17th, 1986. It's pretty good I found that clip, but, you know, what's really more interesting than even the news clip itself is uh, Sessions' response to to this, uh, you know, supposed and kind of inferred allegation from uh, Ted Kennedy. These comments that you could say uh, about a commie organization or something, I may have said something like that in a general way that probably was wrong. I would like so, also, it wasn't really anything, uh, you know, <laughs> I mean, he's not admitting anything within that. He's basically, he has a very uh, thick southern accent, very similar to how he does it today, of course. Nothing really changed at all. But this hearing goes on, and I don't know if the actual full tape is out. Uh, I don't think it, the whole thing of the whole Senate thing is, is available to the public, at least on the internet. I'm sure there's, you know, a tape existing somewhere, but uh, let's let's hear what his lawyer has to say. I believe this is his lawyer. I don't really know whether he is or he isn't. I probably ought to know, but I don't. I really can't say. But And that was the, the, the response of someone asking, I believe it was Ted Kennedy, if he was a racist or not. So, you know, it, it is really interesting to see this, even, and this goes back, of course, you know, religions and, and doctrines and belief systems do last a long time, as we've seen uh, time and time again, not only in politics, but other, you know, faiths and beliefs and everything. But I do want to listen to that, and that was his lawyer speaking, not him, but still, 
the fact that he doesn't know his own lawyer who's, you know, representing him, who's probably studied everything about each side, doesn't even know the fact, you know, whether or not he is, uh, you know, a racist or not, really, um, is concerning and begs, you know, the question of his character. I don't really know whether he is or he isn't. I probably ought to know, but I don't. I really can't say. And that was Gerald Herbert, his lawyer. He was a Justice uh, Department, or, yeah, Justice Department lawyer. So, I that's never brought up. I know it has nothing to do whatsoever with uh, this whole Trump feud or anything. But still, I wanted to bring it up on this podcast. A couple hours later, at 6.10 a.m. on August 24th, 2018, the, uh, Trump tweeted out, quote, ex-NSA uh, contractor to spend 63 months in jail over classified information. Gee, this is, quote-unquote, small potatoes compared to what Hillary Clinton did. So unfair, Jeff. Double standard. Sessions then hit back in very rare statement, saying, While I am Attorney General, the actions of the Department of Justice will not be improperly influenced by political considerations. I took control of the Justice uh, Department of Justice the day I was sworn in, which is why we have had unprecedented success at effectuating the President's agenda. So, what does this whole thing mean? He rarely, Jeff Sessions is not one to, re- to really respond. Of course, there's actually a picture, and we'll have it on my website. I thought it's very interesting. It's uh, where um, they're sitting next to each other at a summit or something, and Trump's, you know, sitting there, face forward, looking, you know, very stern, very serious. Jeff Sessions, who's a little bit shorter, and that has nothing to do with anything, but just to illustrate the picture, he's looking up to him and smiling, almost as if he's his mentor, even though Trump hates him. Or seems to hate him, seemingly hates him, because of, you know, what he's been doing. Will he be fired? I don't know. I really have no idea. Um, It'll just add, um, uh, you know, to the people that have been fired from uh, the White House. Uh, If he'll get fired, I think it'll be a little bit of a surprise, actually, because it seems to be more of a, um, uh, more of a, um, I don't know, what what would it be? it would, it would um, be more of a disagreement in opinion, and I don't say that sarcastically at all. It's more of a, um, th- this whole, you know, feud with Sessions and, and Trump, it's it's more, you know, a question of why he brought him on in the job in the first place, and it would be more controversial if he let him go. But I'll add on to the seemingly never-ended list if he got fired, you know, and that goes on so many days back, of course, is Scott Pruitt, Thomas Homan, Tom Bossert, uh, H.R. McMaster, the famous one, Andrew McCabe, of course, Rex Tillerson, John McCanty, uh, Hope Hicks, um, who else, uh, Rob Porter, of course, Omarosa very recently, Dina Powell, uh, Sebastian Gorka, oh my gosh, the Hungarian white supremacist that used to stand on the... Um, you know, the White House lawn every day, and giving interviews. You know, that's really funny. Actually, uh, we'll see if we can get the clip. I don't want to go on too much of a tangent here. But uh, Sebastian Gorka, I don't know if anyone remembers this, but I believe it was an interview with uh, NBC or CNBC or Fox or something. Uh, no, it was. I think it was NBC, but there is ones I'm seeing here from Fox. Uh, where, <laughs> when, um, when 
uh, they ask him a question, and they they meet, you know, they, they see him, and he's there, he's standing on the front of the White House lawn, and they're, at, you know, they're basically just introducing the segment, uh, he, he responds, and he says, greetings, almost like a villain, and it's very amusing, and he didn't, no one even laughed or anything, and, uh, I thought it was really amusing, let's see if we can get that clip right here, oh, and we do have it, Sebastian Gorka on the Donald Trump controversy, it was on MSNBC, and it was about, uh, let's see, uh, eight or nine in the morning. One day after Iraq's prime minister declared total victory over ISIS, clashes have erupted in Mosul, a sign that the fight is still far, far from over. Right now, I am joined by Sebastian Gorka, deputy assistant to the president. Sebastian, we're going to get to Mosul and the G20, but first I want to start with the New York Times report that Rob Goldstone sent an email to Don Trump Jr. before last June's meeting, making it clear that he was being offered damaging information about Hillary Clinton that was part of the. Oh, wait, 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 wait. This is not it. I'm sorry. I have the wrong one. Why? Uh, this one came up when I uh, did the keyword search and everything. Um, again, <laughs> it's kind of funny. He's a doctor, actually. Uh, let's see if we can get this in. If not, um, because I know a lot of the late night comics made fun of all of this stuff, uh, but we'll see if we can get the clip. If not, we'll get, we'll get a check on the money of, on your money, the markets and everything. But I know it, it was, it was with two anchors. It was a, it's a male and, and a female. All right, let's see, let's see if we can get this. It was actually, I believe, I thought it was on the White House lawn, but it apparently was in the White House press conference, press room, the press briefing room. Uh, and there's a Greetings Earthlings clip, very short, one-second clip. Uh, basically, this is what happens, and this is actually real, and I'll have it on my website and everything. I was shocked when I heard this. Greetings. That's what he sounded. Greetings. Greetings. Greetings, Earthlings. Basically, that's how he said it, and it was so deep, and his voice isn't actually like, I mean, his voice is like that. Very deep, but the way he said it was menacing, to say the least. Let's get a check on the money. It's uh, 10.01 and 3 seconds on the J.D. podcast. The Dow is up 0.52%, uh, 25,789 and 68 points, up 132 and 70. NASDAQ up 0.78 at 7,939 and 71, up 61.31. And the S&P 500 up 0.51 at 2,871 and 42 points, up 14.44. Uh, Apple is up 0.33% at 216 and 20. Uh, Google is is 1231 and 85 up 88. Microsoft is at 108 and 42 up 0.80%. Some of the key stats 10 year yield is at 2.83%. That's up 0.25%. And uh, oil is right now $69.14. That's up almost 2%. And uh, the yen is at 111 and 21 down 0.15. The euro is trading right now at $1.16 up 0.77. And gold is 12, 12 and 40. That's up 1.54%. Japan, all the world markets uh, are up. Ex uh, that excludes, though, Hong Kong, the Hang Seng market, which is down 0.43% at 27,671 and 87 points, down 1808 Nothing is up just a percent, but Japan is almost there at about 0.85% up. Let's get a check on the commodities. Everything is up except for gas. Uh, oil, $69.08. 
uh, up, it's up 1.84%, gas is at 2.95, down uh, almost 0.50, excuse me, almost 0.60%, uh, percent. gas is at 12.10 and 30, or excuse me, gold is at 12.10 and 30, up uh, 1.37, silver is at 14.79, up uh, 1.71, corn is at 3.62 and 75, up 0.48, and the Dow in, in total, in all of 2018, we're going to continue to look at this and monitor this if we do the math, uh, in all of 2018, the Dow's gone up 4 0.14%. The Nasdaq has gone up 14.85%. Uh, the S&P 500 is uh, back up at 7.21% uh, right now. That is, if you do the math and take a look at all of the markets combined and seeing how everything has been doing. But uh, yes, good day for the stock market. Everything is up across the board, uh, including all of the uh, United States markets, all of the international markets, again, except for Hong Kong, which seems to be pretty steady. Uh, but we could probably expect a comeback within, uh, you know, in the near future and everything. But uh, yeah, though that's what um, that's what I was talking about uh, earlier. You know, speaking of the Trump administration, why don't we just continue this this conversation? Although I'm sure it would probably be more appropriate to go right to the the money story about technology, money, and the election. But they all have to do with the same thing: the Trump administration. So why not just start out with this incredibly amusing interview? Very heated interview, actually, with Chris Cuomo and Kellyanne Conway. Speaking of crazy people who uh, give White House interviews, we just transitioned over from Sebastian Gorka, and now we transition over to Kellyanne Conway. Now, people are probably, you know, very mad that I called her the supposed White House genius, but she is very smart, in my opinion, very recently. Uh, hold on one second. I'm being told right now that uh, there's a report from the Wall Street Journal that was just published a matter of seconds ago saying the Trump Organization chief financial officer granted immunity by uh, the Cohen prosecutors. Uh, I don't know exactly what's happening right now uh, on that story, but it's definitely some breaking news. If there's more details, we'll follow up. Uh, and again, we'll check in on that uh, Hurricane Lane, and nothing is, seems to be uh, uh, nothing seems to be breaking except uh, as of four minutes ago, Hurricane Lane is now transitioned over to a Category Two storm as opposed to the previous Category Three. Let's move on back though to our, you know, our, our topic that we were just uh, talking about. Uh, let's see, uh, Chris Cuomo and the Conway, the the interview that happened. There's a clip that I pulled out of it from. Cuomo's show that aired last night, I believe it airs like 8 central time, it's called Cuomo Primetime, it's actually a very good show, he seems to understand the, uh, uh, Cuomo seems to understand, you know, the things that go on more so than some of the other anchors on CNN, no offense to anyone else, because I think, uh, a lot of them do understand it, anyone in the news business would have to understand it to get, to keep their job, but I do like, uh, Cuomo's style of reporting, just to say the least. Um, there was a one-on-one -on -one interview with her, and this is rarely granted, especially at this time. Uh, let's take a listen. It got pretty, pretty heated. There was wall-to-wall -wall coverage about a, a, a missing woman in Iowa until she was found, and God rest her soul. 
And then you, this, this, you don't God even have the decency. Soul. You're not letting her soul rest. Oh, yes, you're I waving am. her like a flag. No, I would never. We're hijacking her How grief. How dare you? If you're not with us about immigrants, then you don't care about Molly Tibbetts. You? How dare you? No, and how, how dare, dare the president you, you, you do that? Just like Kate Steinle. So yeah, if you a, don't want to abuse immigrants the way the president does, if you don't want to assume they're all murders the way the president wants people to believe, then you don't care about Kate Steinle and Molly Tibbetts. He's never said that, but you don't care about the ones who have been murdered to say this is how it happened this is how we can all over 17,000 murders in this country in 2016 how many times has he stood up and said this is an atrocity what happened many times. only when the people who kill them that's are someone true. that he wants to talk that's not true but Come what on. happened to the democrats Come cnn on. covered 55 minutes true, of a though. live meeting in the cabinet room in late january where he was flanked by democrats and republicans from the house and the senate to talk about DACA, the Dreamers. Where did they go? Why aren't they there? Why when they why when the Democrats they talk about immigration? They brought him a immigration? deal. Schumer told no, me, wrong. and he denied it. Why when they talk about immigration, the Christopher, do they only think of the Dreamers? Why? There's the truth. Why oh, don't they go. respect here ICE we go. and custody? Do you really There's want ICE? Nice do you want ICE thing. to be no, 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 back to the farmers in South abolished? Africa? The no, real do you want racism ICE to problem. Be abolished? Yes or no? Do you think that's a good idea to have immigration? It's not my job to make policy decisions. It is my job to test them. And I'll tell you what I think is wrong. Saying that you care about Molly Tibbetts and calling her permanently separated from her family. Is that how you describe someone when they're murdered? I just said God rest her soul, and I didn't say her name. He said she was permanently separated from her family. Is that the time to play ugly politics because he's upset about what happened with him putting grief. kids in cages? Well, why can't permanently you say separated? What, why can't you say what happened? Why can't we you say, say there it. are I did two segments on it yesterday. Of course there are cracks in the no, system. The of course her murder, but for that man being here illegally, wouldn't have happened. Do you think we should get a vote happened. on Kate's law? Do you think the grief of Laura... I and think Jamil that you Sear should do whatever you can to stop illegal immigration, but you don't have to treat the immigrants like crap to do that. No. That's a very good point, and I do agree with him. Also, I want to get to some uh, other breaking news that just happened. Senator John McCain just announced that he's discontinuing his treatment for a cancer, but that interview was very good. Chris Cuomo was obviously offended on a personal level, it seemed. I do think he handled it well. He did get a little bit over the top with his anger, in my opinion, but very slightly, nothing terrible. He really made his point emphasized. And this is really where CNN is the most liberal of all these networks, where you have monologues and interviews like that. You know, I actually think that his show is the most opinionated show on the network. And that's perhaps why they gave him his own primetime hour. The show is called Primetime. Next to Anderson Cooper, who gives, uh, who, re who, you know, of course, gives monologues very uh, frequently. His uh, show is pretty opinionated towards the left. I don't know. Let's move on to our final story, though. Facebook, Twitter, Google, and Microsoft, and so many other leading tech companies, they're meeting Friday, today, to talk about protecting their platforms from manipulation during the midterm elections. Now, these plans, which were, I believe, actually first reported by who other than BuzzFeed. Wow, I hate BuzzFeed. But anyway, they were confirmed to uh, another source by a person familiar with the meeting. And the companies uh, who are especially familiar with uh, 
the companies, especially, excuse me, Facebook and Twitter, by the way, Twitter is right now uh, down, uh, excuse me, up 0.31 points at $34, or 34 points at 19, up uh, 91%, just for the stocks, if anyone cares. Uh, it's been criticized for how their platforms were used to spread misinformation during the 2016 presidential election, uh, and that was, that had to do particularly with Russian people and Russian entities. Now, executives of those two companies, include, you know, and I'm continuing to talk about Facebook and Twitter, uh, th- they're expected to testify before the Senate Intelligence Committee in next month, September, to answer questions about their roles protecting elections uh, for misinformation and how their technology companies can do that. You know, they certainly have the power, but how are they going to do it? Well, I don't know. They don't know either. I mean, they're still, I mean, I'm sure they know, but they haven't made any formal plans to announce it. They're, you know, probably some in some millennial conference room, you know, sketching it out on a whiteboard and, and right now, as I'm speaking right now, but they, they know, they have some idea of what to do. Uh, they can try and block spamming. They can try and, uh, prevent the Russians from hacking into a Black Lives Matter account, right? They could do all that. They could do a lot of stuff. Earlier this week, though, and this was a big story of, uh, this week. It wasn't really talked about very frequently, but it was a big story. Facebook said that it's taken down 652 pages, uh, accounts and groups. I mean, I don't know. Facebook seems to be coming less relevant as the days go by, but, uh, they said that they've, they've, Take, they've identified and taken down these pages as a part of a coordinated disinformation campaign that had ties to foreign countries, including Iran and Russia. And Microsoft, this week, also announced that they're creating a Defending Democracy program to offer protections to candidates and related organizations. Uh, you know, of course, that feeds off of perhaps a Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation type thing. Anyway, BuzzFeed, let's go back to the original source. They reported that Facebook's head of cybersecurity, uh, Nathaniel Glacier, they invited, uh, he invited employees from a dozen companies to the meeting at Twitter's headquarters in San Francisco, of course. And nine of the companies met at Facebook headquarters back in May uh, with officials from the the um, the FBI and, 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 you know, other federal government security officials. Of course, Twitter didn't want to comment on this. I'm not sure exactly why. But, uh, you know, press people for Facebook and Google and, and Microsoft and some other comp- uh, tech companies didn't immediately respond, according to a source, about this whole meeting. And we'll have the link to all these sources on the website, j-doherty.com. I believe that's all we have for the podcast. I almost want to close out with that same music that we opened with, just because it was um, it was very good. Greetings. Oh, whoops. Well, that's a joke. I didn't mean to do that. Very big technical fluke in the system. Um, let's see if we can close out with that song. I don't or this that, track. I don't know if it's still. Uh, yeah, it's still in the server. Let's see if we can uh, pull it up here and uh, utilize our incredibly uh, high, very sophisticated system to play this uh, track. Again, it's called Jabase. It's uh, called, excuse me, it's by Jabase. It's called Hold On. It's a really good track from VNCM, our content and music provider. It is a spectacular track. I really do like it. I don't know how many times I can say it. It was it came out today. Really, really good song. 
Also, if you want to uh, continue to listen to this podcast, if you like it, let me know, subscribe, or just download episodes that you think are interesting. Um, there's no really reason that I do this other than to just, you know, send a message out to the world, and that's not like some millennial scam or anything, but there's really, uh, in my opinion at least, and this doesn't, I don't want this to sound, you know, you know, philosophy or anything like that, but there's really no point in, you know, human existence unless you share what you believe with other people, and that's really why I do this, so... If you believe in that, you believe in what I say, or even if you don't believe in what I say, or you don't agree with my opinions, um, still, if you're interested in the content that I produce, go ahead and subscribe. I have also another podcast that's a little bit more formal than this one. It's called JDRC Politics. Uh, it's world national politics, discussions, opinions, and facts. We do it every week with my friend Ryan Clark, who's my co-host on it. We got a new intro for that show, so if you want to hear that, hear the content on it, go ahead and do so. Subscribe. It's also on iTunes, it's on Stitcher, it's on all the platforms that I have this podcast on. I produce all these podcasts by myself solely. Uh, Ryan does indeed help with the show notes to an incredible length. Our show notes are incredibly detailed, and uh, so, yeah, we definitely work as a team on that podcast, but uh, as for this podcast, this one I do uh, completely, uh, you know, with solely my production and everything, and I believe, I don't know if this is uh, confirmed or anything, but Ryan was thinking of launching his own podcast, and if he does, I'll definitely have him on the show to discuss that and more, so he can get some listeners over there as well. Alright, that's probably pretty much it for the show. We brought we started broadcasting today, I believe, at about 9.30. Um, it's 10.15 on Friday, August 24th, 2018. It's the J20 Podcast, broadcasting live. If you're listening on the recording, hello and goodbye, I guess, would be the more appropriate way to say it. Uh, but yeah, we gotta, we gotta get out of here. I have stuff to do. I have to produce this show. I gotta publish it. I gotta write the show notes. We have phenomenal show notes. Uh, sometimes details, sometimes not, depending on what's, uh, you know, what we're talking about on the website, j-dory.com. This is my favorite part of the track right here. Oh, those claps are good. I'm gonna let you listen to it, because I don't want to waste any more of your time. Friday, August 24th, 1016, 36 seconds on the J. Doherty Podcast. I'm out of here until next time. We produce daily shows and sometimes weekly shows all right here on j-doherty.com.